Yo, what's going on, Brozone? Hope you had a wonderful day. It is a Thursday, February 20th. Yeah, I had to look at my watch. It's like, what day is it? <laughs> what day is it? Not hump day. <laughs> Anyways, today, this is what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about uh, going too hard, uh, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, you see, I have a client that is actually uh, trying to join the military, and uh, he's been running into some issues with going too hard on his training. Now, I mean, this may not be the case for you. A lot of people don't have this issue, uh, but some people do. And some people uh, make that translate that into their everyday life as well. So I want to talk about that, uh, finding that balance, so to speak, in your life, no matter uh, what you may believe is the optimal balance. Uh, today, we might actually explore that in a way that will open your eyes to what balance really is for you and what you can do about creating and maintaining that balance in your everyday life. All right, so anyways, let's go and get right into this episode. Episode number 339 of the TR Expert Talks. Find your balance. Lego! All right, so let's get right into it. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this one today because this is actually uh, one of my clients is going through this. It's actually, we've been, uh, we've talked about this before. Uh, yeah, clearly, <laughs> clearly for everyone, it takes more than once, maybe even more than twice to get some messages through their heads. So I, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've been doing this for years, right? I've been doing this whole fitness training thing for years, but it's just like, you always, I always stay relatively like, uh, positive, like, you know, uh, what, what, what do you call it? Um, optimistic, right? You know, I always believe in my clients and I believe they're going to always do the best thing, but it's, I've been doing this for a decade and a half and well, almost a decade and a half. And I'm pretty much, uh, I, I, you know what? There's nobody that does everything that you say you want them to do right away. Nobody. I have, have the most gung ho clients and they will still not do what I tell them, even though I'm the I'm the profession professional and they pay me, they still won't do what I tell them. And that's not even like to say, for instance, like I have clients on one side that will like you know maybe I need them to do like some extra homework. You know, I say hey, you know maybe do these particular stretches because they're going to help you in your workout. Like stretching, there's nothing that's like a big deal. I'm not like I'm asking them to do like 50 push-ups or anything. I'm asking them like do a stretch, something that feels relatively good, something that'll give them awareness in the places that I want them to be aware, so to speak. And on the flip side, I have clients that go the other way. I'll tell them, hey, you got to stop doing what you're doing outside of here because it's affecting your workouts and it's affecting your overall health. Or you got to stop doing, you know, you got to stop being so active. So essentially what it boils down to is I have clients that are not as active as they should be. And then I have other clients that are more active than they should be. But I don't have anybody that's, well, I, it's rare. I'm not going to say that. it never happens, but I don't have anybody that, I rarely have people that are the right amount of active that are exactly doing exactly what I tell them outside and inside the gym. It's just like very rare. I do have I do have them. I, in fact, I can think of one one guy at the top of my head who wakes up like every day to go you know foam roll and stuff, so he keeps himself healthy. And he actually does. He goes above and beyond, but it's nothing that's gonna like 
hurt him. You know, I tell him to do one thing, you know, just do that for a like slightly longer duration. So anyways, so the point, I'm, uh, the point here of, of today's episode, I wanted to talk about uh, the, the people that go a little too overboard because I tend to do that myself in certain aspects in life. I go like, I'll keep going and keep going and keep going until I pretty much just like crash. I've learned to temper that a little bit and I've learned to actually like try to, because like in a way, that's a, it's like a, it's it's synonymous with uh, synonymous with uh, uh, manic episodes in a way. Like I'll go, I mean, not manic in the in the aspect of like actual mania. You know, like mania a lot of times lasts a little longer than where I am. But sometimes I'll be working at night, and I'll be working on a couple things, and I'll just keep going and going and going until like I'm pretty much like falling asleep while I'm doing it. So that's an example of like me, but. In terms of my clients, I have this particular client that um, he expects a lot of himself. He's joined the military, so he, of course he expects a lot of himself. But in a way, he's, he's doing too much. And that's one thing that I want everybody that is listening to this to be aware of. There's a such thing as doing too much when it comes to your workouts, too. Maybe that might not be the, the situation for you. You may have not experienced that. But there is a way that you might be doing too much. And you're actually breaking your body down more than you're building it up. You want to make sure that when you're working out, you're giving yourself ample time to rest. Because working out is not just like you're working out and then your body just re- uh, magically recovers. Like you got to work out. When you work out, your body needs time to recover. Your body needs time to you know re uh, re up on the amino acids. All you know the glycogen source. It needs time to re up. It also needs time in a, like a longer sense because like you know the glycogen I mean, amino acids, glycogen source, those kind of get built up pretty relatively quickly. But like your muscles, those little micro tears, those like that soreness that you get after uh, stretching, that is the result of your body of those like the, that soreness is the result of those micro tears, and your body needs like some time to recuperate and start to build on those uh, the, those torn mi- muscle fibers. So. With exercise, if you're constantly doing the same thing over and over again, you're constantly re-tearing those muscle fibers. Regardless of whether you're building yourself up or you've already at that level, you still have to make sure that you're taking time to like give yourself a break. So, if, you know, like whether you're going, like, like I said, like whether you're going really hard, where you are, you're building yourself up into like the 50 miles, or you're already built, or you've already built yourself up. Like building yourself up and getting to 50 miles, you don't just go, you know, five miles a day until you get to 50 miles. You got to build yourself up and take breaks in between to let your body, you know, let your body not completely break down. And on the flip side, like if you're already going and you've been doing this for a while, you got to, you still have to take time to let your body recover and recuperate. Uh, otherwise, you know, even though it's something that you're used to doing, your, your body's going to break down because like if you're constantly breaking your body down right to run, Eventually, your gait is going to be slightly altered. You may not even recognize it or realize it at first, but it's going to slowly creep into your actual gait. It's going to slowly creep in into all your runs, and then eventually you'll have some kind of stress fracture or some kind of other injury that'll prevent you from continuing your exercise routine. So, the thing to consider here is that like it's great to go hard. It's great to work out. It's great to exercise. You should always exercise, always challenge yourself. However, as I've talked about before, it's also, there's also something to be said about knowing yourself or knowing your, knowing your body in this particular case. And you should listen to your body when your body is like, maybe not performing up to the potential you normally have. Say, for instance, if you're working out and you feel like you were doing one thing uh, one day and then you come around two weeks later and you do the same thing, but you are now 
really fatigued or you can't even finish a set, it might be an indicator that you've been working too hard and that maybe your central nervous system or your muscle fibers in general are just fried. You know, central nervous system shutdown normally comes if you're doing too many explosive exercises, like plyometrics, for instance, like too many jumping or too many quick twitch exercises. Your CNS takes a long time to re, uh, re-up, actually it takes about 14 days to get back to 100% capacity uh, from uh, uh, if you are if you've completely depleted it and fatigued. Obviously, you can't completely deplete, deplete your central nervous system, but it could get to a point where it's not operating as fast. It's just like if you haven't slept for a while, you, you kind of you're just a little bit slower. So that's kind of the same same thing. If you constantly are just banging on your body, having it constantly uh, doing exploding type exercises, things that tax the type two muscle fibers, eventually you'll find that uh, you, you just won't be firing on all. You won't be firing as efficiently. Uh, after a while. So this also goes with, you know, obviously this is in the context of exercise, but it also is applicable to your, to your life, to your everyday life. You don't want to just be putting yourself out there every day to where you're burning yourself out. You want to work hard. See, there's a thing where like you want to work hard, but you want to work hard in a way that you're challenging yourself. I would say that it's good to push yourself and it's good to constantly try to push your boundaries. But I would say at the same time, if you get to that point where you've pushed your boundaries, where you've actually like you can't go any further, take a rest. Take some time to like regroup. Don't come back the next day and try to like maybe do uh, uh, just a little bit of work because you're going to burn yourself out. You know, that little bit of work is going to happen. And that's happened to me before many times where I'm like, oh, I'm so gassed, but I'm just going to do a little bit of work. And that was kind of the, that was a little bit of what was behind the, uh, that, that almost month hiatus I took about three or four months ago. I was just kind of burnt out. Everything was happening at once and I needed to just get some time to step back and try to regroup and get some things uh, aligned into a system because I was essentially just like, just going from one thing to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing every day. And it was just really exhausting and really, you know, it was just, it's just me. If it was like anybody else, you know, like if it was like, any, well, I mean, I have some, like I, I always say, I always say that I don't have people, but I have people helping me, but it's like my company and I don't really have anybody that works for me. I don't really have quote unquote contractors that are officially working for me. I have people that help me, but I don't have any like real contractors. So like, you know, uh, I'm going through business like you, should, like you are going through life solo. So at any point in time, I try to recognize when there's going to be some, there was going to be some time where they might need some lag, or I try to, if I don't recognize it right, uh, you know, beforehand, as soon as I recognize it, whether I'm, whenever I'm in the process of whatever I'm doing, I try to take that time because I've recognized, and you know, it definitely happened to me a lot the first year, after the first year of, uh, of running this business, I just kept crashing and I had to really just kind of figure it out and start to get my own pace because I would like go for like two weeks straight and like, you know, going hard and doing, you know, making all kinds of content, training all kinds of people, going out and meeting people in the neighborhood. And then I would like not do anything like almost be pretty much like hold up in the gym or at my house and not communicate with anybody and really not even do much on social media for like a week and a half as I had like kind of more or less recuperated from socializing. So I've recognized like where my limits are, where it started, recognize what it feels like to start to feel burnt out. I started to recognize the symptoms because, you know, I, I work hard. I've always worked hard. That's like my thing. Work ethic is totally my thing. I love to work. But at the same time, there's a point in anybody's life, no matter who you are, wherever, no matter what your line of balance, your line of demarcation in terms of uh, 
where you draw the boundary from work and play or work and personal life. And no matter where that is, whether it's 90% work and 10% uh, personal and you feel happy with that, if you go to 91% and your boundary is 90%, you'll feel that and you'll definitely feel that the repercussions of trying to get into that 91% if you are not ready for to get into that 91% or if your capacity is only 90%. You'll see that those one or two things that you try to push through are going to be a very poor quality and you'll end up probably having to redo them anyways and costing yourself more time because not only do you have to fix what you did, but you also have to redo it. So it's just better to just not have to fix it at all. Take your time, maybe come up with something that's even more creative than what you would have thought of originally and go for and just wait it out until you feel like you're ready to go. And now, as I said, the flip side to that is that you got to make sure that you're not just like waiting around forever, right? Waiting for the right opportunity because that's not cool. That's not really something that's going to help you either. Just waiting for the right opportunity is never going to happen because there's never really a right opportunity. You create those opportunities with your thinking and with your actions. So if you're constantly waiting around, you're not going to be really thinking that it's going to come and your actions aren't going to reflect that or even have you preparing for that time when you have that opportunity to succeed. So anyways, that's what I want to finish with today. I just want you to see both sides, mostly uh, because uh, you know I was talking about something I encountered with a client that is kind of going a little harder than I'd like him to go. Uh, I, I focus more on that, but obviously the flip side is very true as well. You know, If you want something in life, you got to make sure that you're willing to put forth the effort to go get it. As I said in a couple episodes ago, or a few episodes ago, it's like, uh, what, what does it actually cost? Like, what are you willing to sacrifice to get what you want? Because it sounds cliche. A lot of people say that, what are you willing to sacrifice, right? You know, you see Nike commercials, you know, people say that, I'll throw it around all the time, sacrifice. But really, you have to really think about what are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to sacrifice friends and time with your friends so you can create a successful business like I did? Are you willing to sacrifice the fact, or, uh, 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 the fact that you might not be super happy and you have to give up a couple short-term happiness things so you can go and do these things that'll build into the long term uh you know are, are you willing to not spend money on things that make you quote-unquote happy or things that you feel like you need at one point in time so that you may uh get something even better in the future you know it's like the marshmallow test are you willing to <laughs> are you willing to withhold the are, are you willing to not eat one marshmallow and withhold that eating that marshmallow so that you can get two later on by the way that's actually that's an actual study you might have heard of it but it's actual experiment done with uh, younger kids uh, I think under the age of five is what they're looking at because they, uh, that was like the optimal age uh, between I think four and two where you can kind of test the children's intelligence and you can find uh, if they have the cognitive ability to withhold uh, gratification and essentially what they say is that the greater your ability to withhold gratification uh, the higher your intelligence, intelligence is obviously to a certain point so if you're looking to Prove your intelligence. Try to withhold pleasure as long as you can. And good luck with that. <laughs> All right. I really do appreciate you listening. Uh, we'll tune back in tomorrow. I can't believe tomorrow's already Friday. This week really did fly by. Uh, tune back in tomorrow uh, for another podcast episode. Tomorrow, I, I will, I'm actually, a, I did a special guest appearance on a television show. And um, I'm trying to get the notes in the uh, for that or trying to get the the link for that so I can maybe upload the pod upload that into a podcast uh, but I have not had much luck so we might I doubt it's going to be com- uh, it's going to be happening uh, anytime soon where I can just put the upload the audio and make it a podcast episode so maybe tomorrow I'll just talk about my uh, my experience in this particular show uh, because it definitely had a lot to do with uh, what we talk about here 
on this podcast. All right. So anyways, make sure you tell your friends that this podcast is super awesome. Make sure you're subscribing. And of course, leave a rating and review on iTunes or Apple Music if you haven't done that already. All right. I'll talk to you soon. And as always, keep good company.